Yo, yo, welcome back to the Dynasty Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Abbott, and I'm paired with my co-hosts, Nick DeGroote and Alex Clayton. Yo. Yo. So, from now on, we're going to record Sunday moving forward. Al got a new work schedule, but it's all good. Everything's going good. Uh, yeah, but it's only until August, so when the season comes around, you'll have us, you know, right before you have to set your lineups or anything like that. Yeah. No, that's uh, true. That's a good call for, yeah. uh, for Thursdays, yeah. What'd you guys do today? Uh, I went to the beach for a little bit. Um, if anyone goes to Manasquan, uh, everyone knows it's probably the nicest beach around us. Um, so, yeah, I just went there for a little bit, uh, hung out. The water was beautiful today. Nick? Yeah, I was also over at the beach. Um, it was a really nice day, dude. I, it was supposed to rain for a while, but it, it just never did. So, got pretty lucky. Um, yeah, it was a nice day. Yeah, we went out on the boat today. My dad launched my phone in the water, so... Uh, Good day. Had it in a bag of rice for like five hours now. Probably not going to touch it till tomorrow. Pray it still works. Uh, but my birthday's coming up, so I was hoping I could get a new phone. That'd be kind of nice. Do you get the the new iPhone with the triple camera? Uh, whatever. What is that? The 11? It's like the 11 yeah. Max or whatever it is. It's like 700 bucks. I don't know. Hopefully I could get a little bit cheaper. But anyway, on today's episode, we're going to discuss the top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position in Dynasty formats. Um, also, you can check out these rankings. Uh, we have them on DynastyPolls.com. Uh, we just launched our, launched our website a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're trying to add more uh, articles and everything like that along the way. Uh, it's just been tough with like no reports or OTAs or anything like that. But definitely ch- come check out our full rankings. Yeah, absolutely. What Al said. We're going to uh, – let's start out with wide receivers today. Cool, you guys? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right. So uh, – Top five dynasty wide receivers. Everybody knows it's coming. Number one has to be Michael Thomas. Yeah, no, I definitely agree on that one. That's the easiest number one you'll do. Nick, where do you have Michael yeah, Thomas? Yeah, Michael Thomas is my one as well. No surprises. Um, I don't even think we need to elaborate on him too much because everybody knows Michael Thomas is king. Just broke the receptions record for a single season. The, the thing is, like, where do you put Michael Thomas? Like, I feel like this is the last year of, like, Drew Brees' like, career. Like, this is the last football, shot. Yeah. So, like, where do you – is he still number one after Drew Brees leaves? I he mean, did pretty well with Teddy this past year. Yeah, but Teddy's gone. So, yeah, like, are we going to trust Taysom Hill? Like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just saying, I feel like by next year, like, or just whenever Brees is done, they'll have probably a contingency plan that's not Taysom Hill, which is reassuring. I don't believe in Taysom Hill at all. Um, Muhammad Sanu has better passing stats than he does, so I don't see any reason for this franchise quarterback talk surrounding him. I think that's a joke, and I think they'll get their guy eventually. Yeah, no, I I just think it's tough to put anybody in front of, like, it's plain and simple. It's You can't put somebody in front of Michael Thomas in Dynasty. You just can't do it. No. Um, all right, let's move on to our second guy. For number two, I have Tyree Kill, and I understand this is a lot more debatable. Um, you can say what you want about him off the field, but on the field, you know, he's not only paired with the top quarterback in all of Dynasty football, Patrick Mahomes, but he just produces. He always produces. I remember when this kid came out his first season, I wasn't too big on him. Uh, I think he only started one game back in 2016, but his sophomore year in 2017, he had like 1,200 yards, 105 receptions. And, and you know, I didn't want to get on the Tyree Kill bandwagon. I didn't want to get on the hype train. And 
man, he, he's just proved me wrong year after year. So uh, here I am saying Tyreek Hill. He is my wide receiver, too, in Dynasty football. Al, Nick? Uh, no, nah, I definitely have a number two as well. Um, I mean, obviously the pairing of Mahomes is going to instantly boost your value, who, no matter who you are. Uh, yeah, I don't really see him going anywhere. I mean, he's very young still. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to not keep him a number two for a while because Mahomes is not going anywhere. Um, dude, Mahomes is so good. He could make anyone look good except Sammy Watkins. He's not that <laughs> dude, good. I, yeah, but, dude, Sammy Watkins <laughs> made, like, the biggest play in the Super Bowl. Trash can, dude. I, I yeah, know yeah, yeah, you're right. I know, but, like... Dude, I was so bummed when he, when he caught that ball. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just, like, I saw Sherman get absolutely burned. I was like, God like, oh, damn, it's over. But, no, nothing was more frustrating than seeing Jimmy G just absolutely miss a dime. Oh, my God. A dime, dude. That, dude. Was, that was so Guess what, dude? Yeah. That pass... Would have changed history. Yeah, he would have. It was Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders wide open. Dude, Emmanuel Sanders is seriously still a good receiver. He's on the Saints. He's going to be nice. Saints finally have a good receiver too for the first time in maybe like the Marcus Colston days, probably even before. Honestly, like a cheap veteran. Like if you want to throw a third out there and get some nice solid production. Yeah, he's going to be good. uh, Sanders is nice. He's going to get the targets. Um, Yeah, I mean, just. Continuing off, I, I also have Hill at two. I think it's, like you said, a no-brainer as well, even though I see how this is a little bit more debatable. Um, dude, he had almost 1,500 yards, not last year, but the year before. He missed four games last year, whatever. Almost having 1,500 yards on 87 catches is insane, and he also had 12 touchdowns that year. So he produces, man, and Mahomes, and in my opinion, Hill, are both not going anywhere anytime soon. Dude, that's 17 yards per catch that's for reception yeah that's crazy it's all good mccall harman will outplay him this year <laughs> Dude, I, I like mccall harman let's move on to wide receiver three i have Devonte adams here again much more debatable and you can say what you want but the fact that green bay didn't draft a single wide receiver tells me how much they believe in this guy i mean i mean how pissed are you if you're aaron Rodgers and you're sitting on your couch and not only do they draft Jordan Love in the first, but they don't grab a single wide receiver for you? Like, Nah, I mean... Dude, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Rodgers fan, but God, I'd be so... I mean, like, wouldn't, wouldn't... Like, how can you not do at least what the Saints did? You know, you sign a veteran like Emmanuel Sanders. If Sanders was on the Packers, it would make all the world's difference to leave, like, Devontae Adams getting some one-on-one coverage. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, he's going to get so many targets, man. Like, I, I expect, like, 160 targets this year, minimum. I mean, he's gone over 100 targets for the past four four straight seasons. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he could. Uh, he's he's just gonna get fed, man. And he's the yard, get, the, get the, the, the yard slander that you want to say, oh, only one 1,000 yard season. Yeah. It, it, two, just he had two 997 yard seasons. So I, I really count those as a thousand. I know Dig yeah. really is not the biggest fan of Adams. I no, dude, three, I, but, I absolutely love Adams. Yeah, dude, I, I struggle with the three spot, like, really hard. I, I'm so close to having DJ Moore as my three. But after looking back at it, I, I really can't, dude. Devontae Adams is my receiver three. Um, just what he did last year in 12 games is, is crazy. 127 targets, basically 1,000 yards. He He's just great. He is phenomenal. And the last three years before last year, he had double-digit touch, double touchdowns, which is it's it's I- very ideal, um, and I mean I I personally don't care like at all that they deny at a receiver that does nothing for me, just because it's literally the same group that they had last year, so I mean you, we saw the pace last year in those twelve games and he's gonna repeat he, hope, yeah as long hope, as he's healthy oh one hundred percent repeat he's phenomenal talent, 
So uh, he's my receiver three. Do you remember back in 2018 when he had his uh, career year, he had 111 receptions, almost 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns. His worst game, I was, this is like the craziest stat I've ever seen. DeAndre. Oh, yeah, uh, I know exactly. Sorry, Devontae that. Adams' worst game was 16 fantasy points all year. Yep. If you would have times that number, 16 by 16, that would have equated to receiver 12 throughout the entire <laughs> le- league. So, so he still would have been a wide receiver one on his worst week. Just like that, that's unbelievable, man. That's unbelievable. That's how good he was that year. And, uh, that's why uh, probably why RJ beat me that year. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely for sure. <laughs> he was he was just money. Uh, let's move on. Wide receiver four. This is where it gets tricky, man. Like th- this, it it gets tough here because I-, I think there's almost I almost want to say there's a gap between like wide receiver one through three and then four on. I have DeAndre Hopkins and I don't feel great about it. I put it this way. He's my receiver four. He's a stud. He's proven time after time, but um, I know there's I know Nick or Al are probably going to disagree with me on this. Uh, Nick, you have DJ Moore over Hopkins. That's absolutely correct, and one thousand percent. Al, who do you have? I have Hopkins at number four. I, I agree with you. We're okay. on the same page so here. So two versus one. So we got to be right, right? Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but you know the the biggest red flag that I have with Hopkins and that. Everybody says it, or a lot of people say it, but the new team bothers me. Um, Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm actually pretty big. For, he's grown on me, but he has under 4,000 passing yards in his career. Like, like, all I'm saying is Kyler Murray is not this proven, you know, great, great um, track record of just proven success in the NFL. He's played one year. He won the Rookie of the Year, very debatable with. Uh, Josh Jacobs, but but yeah, he had a good good rookie year. He had 20 touchdown passes. I'm just not sure if he if he can feed DeAndre Hopkins as much as Hopkins has been fed in Houston. Um, what makes you say that though? Like, what weapons it, are taking him away? Yo, yo, but Cam Newton just reached an agreement with the Patriots. No Ooh. way! Right this second? Right now? No way! Wait, wait. Waiver wire Former NFL MVP Cam Newton has reached an agreement, one year incentive laden deal with the New England Patriots. Wow, one year. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. That literally happened live on the pod too. That's sick. Um, wow. Okay, that's that's interesting. Nikhil Harry. Oh, you big have rise Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, dude. You right. have Let's Cam Newton, you motherfucker. Let's go, baby. I was looking at the free agents, like, oh, I might put a claim in it, bro. He's like, fuck. I couldn't drop him because I knew he was going to get signed. Dude, by New England, though? New England, that's a fire. Who was expecting that, though? Uh, I think he was actually the favorite. But, dude, I would not think he's he's a really good guy. Patrick going and fucking going with Jared Stidham? Yeah. Yeah, He's a a clown. I, yeah, I I'm, thought they were going a fan of Stidham. Dude, his first throw was a Jamal Adams pick six. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, let's get back on topic. That's crazy though. Um, you were oh, you were, you where do we even leave off, dude? You asked me, what am I concerned about with DeAndre Hopkins? Why? Yeah, like what like, new team? You were saying that you like, don't think he could get fed enough. Yeah, but like, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, um, right. You were asking about. Well, it really comes down to the other weapons that they have over in. Arizona. I don't know what, what weapons. I mean, I would say the weapons are pretty similar to what Houston had, right? That Will um, Fuller. I, I would make Dills. a strong argument that there are better receivers in 
Arizona than there were behind Hopkins. Just Kirk. Be honest. Um, who, who else is like? Who's their number three? I, I, mean, Fitz, I know. I guess Fitzgerald's still gonna yeah. produce. He's still gonna hit like a hundred, uh, eighty to a hundred targets. I, I don't I know, dude. So. I think that Hopkins is gonna be a monster, but it's like not even gonna be. He doesn't even need to have like as many targets. I just think the touchdowns are gonna be crazy. Like he might get like thirteen, fourteen touchdowns. Um, now you say that, but Kyler only had twenty last year. And granted, Kyler's gonna be better this year. Wouldn't you say so? You, you both expect oh, no, Kyler yeah, to be better. I think better. Kyler could be, you know, put up like Mahomes type stats. Uh, not Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson type stats. Excuse me. Um, as far as running stats, or just passing? like he's gonna like be like really balanced. Like I mean, Lamar was like more running style, but like I mean, I meant like more on the fact that it just he's gonna be one of those quarterbacks that you can't really like make a game plan for because he can beat you over the top. But the fact that he's throwing to DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, come on, man. Like I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm in agreement with you. He's he is my wide receiver four. Yeah, it's just uh, I I just have my doubts about him. Nick, you saw you put up a tweet or or you saw a tweet, uh, and it wasn't in favor of wide receivers moving to new teams. That's Do you correct, remember that yeah. it was it was about Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. That was the concern of the tweet. Um, God, you couldn't pull it up. Do you even remember where that was or no? No. I mean, what? just like statistic, like I'm looking for tweets right now, but yeah. statistically, like, I, God, I think I think you tweet, you might have tweeted it too, like, and yeah, I like the dude credit. Yeah, I, I I quoted the kid on it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, tell me why you have DJ Moore over DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver four? Because dude, I'm not, I'm just like, like I disagree with you, but it's it's so close. I'm just it's so straight close. up head over like, heels. I'm for okay DJ with Moore. it. Like I absolutely love DJ Moore. It's not really a slight on Hopkins as much as it is me just absolutely loving DJ Moore. And I think a lot of people sleep on DJ Moore. Um, and I, not even just him, but the situation, like straight up. Yeah, so the other day, I think it was Saturday, I put out a thread about DJ Moore. Um, not necessarily just him, just a bunch of facts and some statistics about the Carolina offense. So I'm going to run through that real quick, kind of give you where I'm looking at and what I see for DJ Moore. So Joe Brady, obviously last year was with LSU, one of the most efficient college offenses of all time. Um, He was an offensive assistant to the Saints in 2017 and 2018, where they finished top four in points four both years. He also coached Teddy Bridgewater there. Moving on to Teddy B, last year, Teddy B, second in accuracy rating, fourth in true completion percentage, second in play action completion percentage, fourth in deep ball completion percentage. Now, I know his A dot last year was the worst among quarterbacks, um, you know, whatever, with 100 dropbacks or more. Um, But DJ Moore is one of the best yards after the catch guys in the game, straight up. He finished 13th as a rookie and 8th in his second year. Now, last year he put up 87 catches, almost 1,200 yards, and 4 TDs in 14 games with literally Kyle Allen throwing the ball. You might as well put myself in a Carolina Panthers uniform and throw the ball to DJ Moore at that point. He was 10th in targets, 8th in yards, and 6th in contested catch rate, which is all pretty damn good in my opinion. If he had two more touchdowns, he would have been receiver 12. So figure you give him maybe three touchdowns and he's up to seven, which still is not phenomenal by any means, and he's having a receiver one season right there. 
Um, now, if you look at historics and just kind of how, just what what pace he's on, um, a list of receivers drafted in the first round, weighing 200 plus pounds, 1,100 yards in year two, and at least eight yards per target, which is what DJ Moore did. Some of the guys on this list, which there's only 13 of them, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Johnson, Brandy Moss. He's in pretty good company. Now, if you look at um, early career production, which we just went over, true catch rate, first down rate, and completion percentage over expected, DJ Moore, again, finds himself in great company just with all these guys. He's done everything right so far, and he's 22 years old. He's done this in his first two seasons. Carolina offense last year was first in plays per game, second in pass plays per game, and fourth in pass-to-run ratio. They lost huge pieces on the defense. The defenses in the division suck. The offenses in the division are fire. They're going to be shootouts. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Today, I think, I read a report that was like, uh, I, th- I think it was Joe Brady or, and Matt Rule came out and said that they want to throw the deep ball a little bit more because that's what LSU was good at. They were good at throwing the deep ball. They had two guys go for over 1,000 yards and the Bolitnikoff award winner win one of them. So I, I think I, I really think DJ Moore is just on track to have a phenomenal career. And like I said, it's, it's no slight to DeAndre Hopkins in any way. However, I saw this this other tweet on um, on Christian Kirk from Troy Terrific at Troy Terrific. Thank you for this, Christian Kirk. I know you talked about the touchdowns before, Al, but Christian Kirk had a ninety one point eight catch percentage in the red zone last year, including a perfect six for six inside the ten. He's friggin' good, dude. He can he can play. I'm preaching Christian Kirk too. He's another guy that I love. And again, you know, I do I think Hopkins will be great next year? Absolutely. But I think people are sleeping on Kirk. So I do have DJ Moore ahead of Hopkins. I think he's going to be sick, and he's 22 years old. Or 22, do you have he Hopkins just right after DJ Moore? I don't, but we'll get to that. Whoa. All right, so I actually have DJ Moore at number five. I'm really high on him as well. Uh, I'm not going to reiterate everything Nick just said because everything he said was absolutely true. I'll just go into basically, like, what made him such an interesting prospect for the Panthers to uh, get. Uh, I mean, his breakout age was 18.4. His college dominator is 53.3%. It's 97th percentile. Perfect size, six foot, 210, runs a 4.42. I mean, this dude is literally molded out to be one of the, like, just like God built his receiver athletically. And um, re- remember, the Panthers, Nick and I were talking about it earlier, the Panthers decided to take him as the first receiver off the board 24th overall, just before Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Ridley was 26. No, yeah. DJ Moore is, I think, is easily the best receiver in that class. Uh, I don't know about you. Cortland Sutton? <laughs> yeah, dude. Sutton, easily. Sutton's uh, good, though. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. DJ Moore, DJ Moore is a fantastic. I just think that the coach and offensive coordinator combo he has right now, they're just going to oh, make yeah. him lethal. He's going to be stupid. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one guy is going to come out and be just a put out, like, you know, Keenan Allen numbers where he gets like almost a hundred receptions and like not not as many TDs, like six or seven. I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, real quick, just just to cut you off. Um, I remember, and this is a 
this is a uh, this is these are fighting words at tw- at uh, just the dynasty community you know Twitter. I remember they were trashing the 2018 wide receivers. This is the worst group we've ever seen, and and I never liked the take. I thought it was horrible. We're talking about DJ Chark, Anthony Miller, Michael Gallup, uh, James Washington was insane coming out. I understand he's under, he's underproduced. Cortland Sutton, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, like. Like, all right, I just want to get that off my chest. I was just thinking about that the other day, and I was like, wow, they were so long oh, it's nuts, so yeah. far. And, I mean, people and, said that last year's wide receiver class, too, and now everyone's like, oh, Debo, McLaurin, um, Slayton, like I, all these people that, like... I know, but, man, that 2018 class looks so good. Oh, yeah, 2018 looks nice. Oh, looking back, yeah. Um, and I'll say... I'll, talk to me next year when, yeah, the, you know, last year's class. 2020's class? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. It's hype. Oh, thing. man, they got some big shoes to, feel, to fill with as hyped up as they've been, but I'll, I'll let you continue. Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much how it is. I mean, Nick hit all points and DJ Moore. I just think he's going to do really well. He's my number five receiver uh, on two. He is my wide receiver number five as well. Dude, if you look at the numbers, too, compared to him to Hopkins in their first two seasons, they're very similar, like extremely similar. I think Hopkins had, Hopkins had a little over 2,000 yards, 2012 exactly. DJ Moore has 1963. Dude, but who's so DJ like, Moore's competition to? Like Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel, they're gonna do nothing. They, and Greg Olson's out. I I, I literally cannot. I get so angry when I hear Curtis Samuel truthers. Like I just get mad at him. I'm like unfollow. <laughs> like so yeah. Uh, but I think Robbie actually is gonna outproduce him this Dude, year. Dude, Robbie's. I, I think Robbie's gonna be good, bro. Yeah. He played with Matt Rule. He's, I think he outproduces. Yeah. Dude, Robbie Curtis played Samuel. with Matt Rule. They said they want to throw the deep ball more which Robbie obviously excelled at with the Jets last year. And, dude, they're just, like what Carolina's doing right now, I like forget the shortened offseason. To me, that does not really affect how Carolina's going to do this. The guys they brought in, they're familiar with. Robbie Anderson coming back with Matt Rule, they know, they know what they have. And I think that's, that's such an advantage for them moving forward. I do, especially this year. You guys want to move on to running backs? No, dude, who's your number oh, five? My oh, num- yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. All right, my number five, again, not hating on Hopkins by any means. But. I actually don't know who this is, so I'm It's curious. Juju. It's Juju. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Dude, Juju's so young, man. And his second year, dude, 1,400 yards is just insane. Like, I, I get they had AB. Um, Juju's six for me. Juju is number 11 for me. Wow, right. okay. Who do you have at six then? I think Deontay's and I produced Juju this year. That's the reason why I have an eleven. I think I, they're both going to be good, but I think Deontay. Man, I hope you're right. Overtakes <laughs> number one. I really hope you're right. Who's your uh, six? Though? Who's my six? I got uh, Mike Evans at six, Goblin okay. at seven, uh, followed by Odell eight, Cooper nine. I think I have Evans at seven, but Nick, go on. Yeah, dude. Juju. Basically, why I'm so high on Juju is just the fact that he had such a monster first two seasons, um, and I mean the whole. The, the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh is very shaky moving forward. But I love Juju, like, a lot. I think he's a beast. My thing also with him that I think is a little bit underrated is his concussion history, which I just kind of really learned about recently. I didn't realize that it was as extensive as it is, but it's a little shaky. It hurts me. It really pains me to put him over Hopkins, but he's 23 years old and has already has a 1,400-yard season under his belt. Like, for me, uh, uh, like yeah. I don't. I mean, I could justify that. 
Um, again, I have Hopkins at four and Juju at six. I, I get it. Yeah. It's so difficult because we're going to look back a year. We're going to look back two years, three years. And, and like, who knows, man? These It is so difficult to predict some of this stuff. Um, but let's jump over to our top five dynasty running backs. All right, I don't know about you guys. I think I might be the only one here that has Christian McCaffrey over Saquon. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And once again... This is tough, man. This is this is really tough, um, and it's not recency bias. I I always do my best to stay away from it, but it, I I absolutely love Saquon. He's incredible. Uh, you could even say he's the most talented running back in the entire league. I'm not going to disagree, but if we're talking just volume and actual numbers producing history, I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey, and it is so close. It is like, like. Uh, he's like a hair ahead of Saquon for me. Um, the fact that he was able to produce what he had, 1,400 rushing yards this year and uh, over 1,000 receiving yards, like that is the receiving, man. It, it's just unbelievable that he can do that with with literally who? Kyle Allen and Will Greer started two games. Is that right? Yeah, it sort of says. Cam God. Newton started well, two games. Yeah, man. I, I just – Christian McCaffrey just – absolute monster uh his sophomore year he had 1100 yards 900 receiving yards um he has he has over 220 receptions the past two years um he finds the end zone like crazy man he had 19 touchdowns last year and the previous year he had 13 like he just it's no slander to saquon saquon is literally like they're neck and neck like if you put saquon ahead that's cool with me i don't care but but i have christian the slightest hair above him uh, tell me, I want to hear from you guys why you have Saquon above Christian McCaffrey. I mean, straight up, I'm a Giants fan. Um, I absolutely love Saquon Barkley. What he did as a rookie, 1,300 yards on the ground, 11 TDs, 91 catches for over 700 yards and another four touchdowns. That is absolutely incredible <laughs> considering he was on that team. That team had the worst offensive line I have ever seen in my life and an aging Eli Manning. So... He just what he does, dude. He what he does with the ball in his hands. It's it's unlike anything I've ever seen, in my opinion. I think he's unbelievably talented, and he puts up the numbers to back it up too. Okay. Yeah, you want to talk about McCaffrey's receiving game abilities and how much volume he gets and stuff. Saquon's rookie year. I keep going back to his rookie year, by the way, because he was hurt last year for three games. Um, but his rookie year in 2018, he had 121 targets. This past year, McCaffrey had 142. Crazy for a running back. That's a lot. That's a lot for a running back. It is. (laughs) Outrageous. I mean, Saquon's still getting, like, within 20, you know? So, you know, I'm cool with it. This this year you saw a big dip in it. Like, I know he missed three games, but he only had 52 catches. Like, that's that's a big dip. I mean, dude. Uh, Again, still an awesome year, but but 91 receptions the previous year is just out of this world. Yeah, just this this is the reason why... I think Saquon is better than CMC. Uh, yes, CMC had the most ridiculous amount of targets last year that you could possibly think of, but he also had Kyle Allen, Will Greer, Cam Newton throwing the ball. And for the majority, let's say Kyle Allen, literally threw dump-offs every single play because he was not a good quarterback. And the receivers, besides DJ Moore, nothing. Um, I just think last season was the peak Christian McCaffrey. If I agree. Uh, I don't think he will ever I, get I higher than that. I would agree that it was the peak. Um, I just have more faith and uh, just the team that the Giants have around Saquon Barkley right now. Um, I am definitely have DJ uh, 
have DJ as in uh, Daniel Jones higher than Teddy Bridgewater in my quarterback rankings. Um, I like, I don't know, I just like what the Giants did in the offensive line department. I think Saquon just special, man. Like, there's just no, like, there's no other running back in the league that I honestly could say he's a home run hitter. Like, all right, you could say Zeke is, but I don't think he's that extra speed boost. Like, dude, once Saquon's open and the wide open, he's gone, man. He's that fast. He's just that special of a player. If there's one man to beat, two men to beat, I would put a million dollars on Saquon beating those guys over McCaffrey. It's just he has more tools in the tool shed. Dude, he can jump over you. He can ju- go run around he you. He can, can run, run you right over. You, yeah. Yeah, like, dude, he's scary. Dude, he runs a sub 4-4, four four and he's 5'11", 230. That's disgusting. Yeah. We're going to look like, back in a few years, and it's crazy because Jonathan Taylor is going to surpass <laughs> everybody. No, he's not. <laughs> dude, the Giants, God. according to PFF2, the Giants have the fifth most improved offensive line in the NFL. Um, and this is obviously a big deal because, like I said, two years ago, Saquon's rookie season, they had they were terrible. Even last year, they were terrible. So for them to come back out with an even better offensive line is really nice, I think. And the, 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 the quarterback uh, play, dude, oh, Daniel Jones play, is just like it's just significantly better than Teddy 1, B in my in my opinion. One thousand percent. He's just such a better ceiling. I just think it's gonna open up everything for Barkley. Let's move on to our running back three. I have Ezekiel Elliott here. Who do you guys have? I have Zeke as well, yeah. Yeah, it's an easy Zeke. Zeke, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even want to waste a whole lot of time on Zeke because he just checks every box. He gets the volume, great roster, great line, great... Consistent just, RB1. Like, he yeah, will always be an always. RB1. And his worst year is sophomore... He's locked up now, too. Yeah, his wor- exactly. Great contract. Worst year, sophomore year, but he was still on fire. He just missed 1,000 yards. He also missed four games, I believe, so he was on pace for whatever, 1,250, 13 rushing yards. But he he literally always produces. Like, Ezekiel Elliott is just money. Like, you go – you know he's going to produce. You you can plug him into your lineup every week and just – you don't even have to look at your phone. You know, you know he's oh. money. Bro, he had 1,600 yards and 15 touchdowns on the ground as a rookie. <laughs> That's as insane. As a rookie. It's- you know what? Last year, I felt like he's just forgotten. Like uh, he's not—he's no longer the new shiny toy. He didn't do a whole lot. He, had, he had 14 touchdowns. Oh, dude, dude. Three out of four years in the league. Three out of four years in the league, he's had over 1,300 <laughs> yards. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's that's the scariest part is though with Zeke is like, dude, when is he gonna hit the wall? He's already played four seasons, four heavily used. Dude, he's also he's had, had yeah, he's had he's over had, 300. He's had over 300 he, rushes in three out of four seasons. Yeah. I know the the sophomore year is the only year you can make the argument because he missed four because he, he missed four because he missed four games but, and no, he still no, put up two fifty six games. This, oh, did he? Yeah. This man is always and I mean always healthy. Always getting his healthy, but right. He's but always he's always his. healthy. Like, do you think that Pollard's more used though to kind of like save his like fresh legs? I don't. I'm not Pollard's saying not this because I own Zeke. I don't think they care about Pollard. I think they're just gonna run Zeke like like two hundred and eighty carries. Uh, and he's gonna get a lot of targets. Dude, oh, but should. the craziest, and they should. Yeah, they should. Dude, I had he's that good. last year. I had. And I like Pollard. I know. Yeah, last year I had Dak, Zeke, and Cooper. So I was really like into a lot of Cowboys games, dude. But the thing, the most exciting part, a part about Zeke, is that when dude, when they need a touchdown, like a game-setting touchdown, it is in Zeke's hand every time. It's not in Dak's, which is crazy. But it's dude, literally he's the best, he's, he's the best he's player on the field. Probably like, the best player. Dude, he's on the like, consistently can get you six roster. yards. He does like. 
he does something that I see him do and no other running back do. He's dude, so he's, he's the great, only dude. running back I've ever seen to fall forward on every single carry. I've never yeah. seen him stuffed, ever. I, I, I don't think anyone will argue with me on this, but Zeke's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. Oh, Unless dude. Dude. there's so something easy. unbelievable that happens to him. His uh, numbers tragic. are he's, he's gonna be in the so ridiculous. He's yeah. that good. I know yeah. he's only four years in. It doesn't matter. And dude, his passing ga- his passing game volume has only gone up since his rookie year. He got thirty nine targets as a rookie, thirty eight next year, ninety five in year three, and seventy one last year. But still, those ninety five and seventy one are great. Dude, give me seventy one targets with any running back, and yes. I'll be happy. Oh my god, I can't believe that he has over thirteen hundred yards in three of his four years, and probably every year if he didn't miss six games, yeah. he would have probably smashed it. He's he's money. Uh, all right, let's go on running back number four. I have this is tough. I have Dalvin Cook. I don't uh no. No, 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 no. no. I do I have Alvin Kamara for I also have Kamara. Kamara, okay. Yeah. Um I am not happy with Alvin Kamara. I will straight up say it. I'm an owner of him. I'm bummed. Lost me my basically is the reason I got knocked out last year, but uh no, no. I'll be serious for a sec. Alvin Kamara is the only red flag that I have with Kamara is is the fact that he's not a great rusher. Um, you know he has 81 receptions. Ironically, in his first three years of his career, that's that's I cr- think that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, but that, that, like, that right there, like dude, he's never been less than a uh, top 10 running back. He, he literally, he, wait, he literally last year finished, wasn't he RB 12? No, he was RB 9. Was he? Yeah, oh. dude. dude first he's very first year RB three, first second year RB four, third year RB nine. Bro, again too. Like his first two seasons, he had in his first year he had 13 touchdowns total. Second year, he had 18. Last year, he had six. If he got, say, four more touchdowns in general, he would have been at what? RB2. Yeah, so let me ask you guys this, because you guys both have him as your running back four, right? Yes. And I'm the only one who has him. I have him as my RB5, spoiler. But when Drew Brees is gone, let's say one year, right, one what do we think he plays? One more season? One, two, I think I think two? he plays. He has, this is all the juice in his batteries that is left. All in the season. That's so it. after this year, take Drew Brees out of the picture. How much does that hurt Alvin Kamara? Because well, you know he's even th- on the team, bro. This is last year under contract. You're yeah. right. You're right. And that's another thing to keep it, you know, keep in mind. Well, so um, is Dalvin's. Yeah. And I read a report for, and uh, take it with a grain of salt for, on Friday that they've actually made some serious progress with Dalvin. And and I really believe they're concerned gonna, about the holdout. No, I, I think I swear I really think they're going to re-sign him. I would put money on it. I think Minnesota re-signs him. Do I think that they should? I don't know. Alexander Madison's very good. So much cheaper. Um, I'll I, be honest I, with you. Un- I think they're going to. I don't know if it's the right decision. Dude, I think it's an unpopular take that I'm about to have right here. I don't think Madison's that good. He oh, didn't do I, anything last year. No, he was. Dude, when he dude, was on the field. Look at his numbers. Look at his numbers, bro. What do you mean? Oh he had good numbers for like 50 attempts. Look at his points. He uh, he also passes right the eye test, man. Like just he runs angry. Like he he's. I'm a big fan of Madison, but I don't think he's Dalvin Cook by any means. Um, Bro, last year he had two 11 point games. That's it. Yeah, but he only had a hundred attempts, and he had almost had a 500 yards. Yeah, what's his I, what's dude. his yards per carry? Five yards, just about. It's I'm four point six two yards yards per carry. Yeah, that's I think good. I think he's a little overrated. Um, again, like I like Tony Pollard. I like Alexander Madison. They're not Zeke or Dalvin Cook, but 
but I love him as a backup. Um, you know, he's also a decent backup, Marlon Mack. Oh my god! <laughs> oh come on, man. No, yeah, he's, dude, Marlon Mack's. Uh, I feel so bad for any owner of Marlon Mack. It sucks. Like I would be so I disappointed. Don't, but if they were smart, they would have offed him last year. Yeah. Uh, who do you guys have for your running back five? I had Cook at number five. I also have Cook. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't see, dude. This was very hard for me because it Chubb for me it was six. it was between Chubb, Mixon, and Dalvin for five, six, and seven, and it was so hard to put Dalvin here. And all of these guys honestly have have their faults. Chubb okay. is six for me. Yeah, I think I have. Let me see. Um, I think I have Chubb six. I have Chubb at seven. I have a uh, Mixon and Cook above them. Okay. Ooh, I just, Al, where do you have Josh Jacobs? I want to hear this. Jacobs is at eight. Sanders is at nine. And I think those are very appropriate. I have Jacobs at seven. I like Jacobs where? a lot, dude. And I'm really excited to see him play healthy this year. He played with the bum shoulder for legitimately like almost half I the season. I have Jacobs over Mixon. It's not even Mixon hate. I think Jacobs is – I think I'd prefer Jacobs. I go Dalvin, Chubb, Mixon, JT. I'm going to go CEH over Fournette. Then Fournette and then Jacobs. Although I, I, I think I'm having Fournette over, over Jacobs is just, is just I'm going to be bumping crazy. down Fournette because they already didn't pick up his option for his fifth I, year, and he's he's going to be due dude, for a contract. Do you really think that Clyde and JT would be better than Josh Jacobs next year? Like next year? It's dynasty, bro. So uh, this is your dynasty rankings, like like yeah, without even yeah, seeing a yeah. snap. Yes, you, dude. Josh Jacobs was a monster last year. Yeah, and they Jacobs brought in they brought in another rookie running back who played receiver. Sus. Okay. okay. He didn't get passing volume last year. Sus. It's fine. He was banged up last year because he never received a full workload in college. Sus. Dude, okay. There's, there's too many flags, and I think Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to be utilized heavily in the passing game. He's on the best offense in the NFL. He's going to score a lot of touchdowns. He has a phenomenal head coach. He was handpicked by his quarterback, who in his first two seasons won the Super Bowl and won the MVP. And Jonathan Taylor is on the best team uh, is on the team with the best offensive line in the league. So still has to share carries with Marlon Mack, has to share passing sh- downs with Naheem Hines. Carries, he's the best college running back of and all time. And then of all time, like top five, he's a, his Dude, Reggie, top Reggie. I would pick Absolutely Reggie Bush. Outrageous. I mean, Reggie Bush would uh, be easy. Re- regardless, he's up his, there though. His stats smoke bushes, which is crazy. Yeah, but no, I, I don't even care. Reggie Bush is the best college running back of all time. You cannot deter me away. I from mean, that. JT's so, up there. He's in the conversation. Um, I want to. You know, I'm having fun with the running backs. I want to. I want you guys to look at your lists right now, and I just want to ask you guys questions. All right, you're on the clock. Well, I want to Got say it. I want to say a few things about Cook, Chubb, and Mixon. First. Okay, okay, you go, you go. First, I want to say I want to start off by saying, like, okay, yes, Kareem Hunt's there next year again. I've gone over this on the pod. Kareem Hunt, it is dynasty. It is dynasty. Dude, but like, it's it's annoying. Like, isn't it not it's annoying? A, yes, it's annoying. It's so annoying. But, that but okay, Hunt's there. even with Kareem Hunt there last year, <clears throat> Chubb had more catches than Mixon. No, I'm not saying Chubb, like, dude. No, listen. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because we both have Chubb at six, correct? I just, I, I yeah. have him at six. No, I have Chubb at seven. I've mixed it above. Okay. And it, and it's not even like I believe that it's a far gap between them. I think they're on the same. Like if it was six A, six B, it would be that. But like the yeah. thing, the thing I is, I feel good about Chubb over him. I do. Too. I do. But I like I, I like Chubb more do. than him. But dude, I don't know. I kind of like want again. Like I'm. I think like, it, into this mix and hype. Dude, I can't. I think Burrow's gonna change. I think Burrow changed the Bengals like in 
the most drastic. I've been, I've been making excuses. I've been making excuses for the Bengals QB and Joe Mixon for years, and I'm tired <laughs> of it. QB one. I'm tired of Easily. it. Burrow over two. I think the coaching's better. You're, you're out of your mind if you think. The weapons in Cincinnati nope. are just insane. Yeah, I agree. Think about that. The I offenses, agree. they're so but different. I think Tua didn't better. grab a receiver. They also they don't have, need one. They have they, they, they had a receiver one last year. Right. Yeah, so would you rather have I don't believe in, Mixon, Mixon or Jordan Howard? I, I'm not saying that. I'm Tyler Boyd or Preston Williams. AJ, AJ, AJ Green so, or Devontae Parker. That's not, I'm not arguing that. The T. Higgins or so any wide receiver left on the board for the uh, You know what? It would be, I would easy. love to see if Burrow was in Miami and Tua in Cincinnati. Then, I, then, I, then, it's, then it, I think it's Tua again. It's Tua uh, right Burrow? there. Like, it's anyone that's on. No, no, no. It's Tua. I didn't mean to say again, but it's, it's Tua because that offense is dude, literally pre-made. So, it's stupid. So much it's better. ready for now and the future. My, it's I'm, easy. Uh, I saw Nick, you picked yeah, up Auden Tate because he wanted a piece of him. Dude, I like Auden Tate's irrelevant. <laughs> I liked dude. a lot about Auden. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, okay. the Auden Tate pickup, I was like, all right. Well, I mean, does he know something I don't know? Because he might be the wide receiver five right now on the de- on the depth, on the depth chart. chart. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say that Chubb had more catches last year than Mixon, and Chubb gets drilled for his work in the pass game. Um, and I mean, I I have Dalvin at five, like I said, but. It was tough because Dalvin's missed a lot of time. The holdout is very, very. I'm I've been burned by too many running back holdouts, so <laughs> I don't like that at all. Um, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Melvin, dude. Like I'm just I'm over it. Oh yeah. Here's um, the question Melvin. I have for both of you. I don't though. think Chubb will ever hold out. Personally. Here's the question I have for both of you. Let's say that. Uh, all right. So where do you guys have Clyde and JT on your rankings right now? I I just I said it before. They're. Eight and nine for me. I okay. have ten and thirteen. Okay, where's J.K. Dobbins? I love J.K. Dobbins. I have him at nineteen right now. It's fine. I, I just want the number. Yep. I had him. At, I have him at fourteen. But when I was doing it, it uh, yeah, I wanted to put him <sighs> higher, but I'm like, I yeah, can't. I do wanted it. to put him even higher than that, dude. But I'm not gonna put him over over a guy like Miles Sanders. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, yeah, I, I understand know. that. I'm just saying, like, what if let's say Ingram gets hurt like week six, and then Dobbins comes out and has a just a since like very very good season. That's the season. thing though. I don't think that would surprise anybody. Yeah. And, and honestly, so if you're listening to this and you play redraft, J.K. Dobbins is coming going at an insanely discounted price. He you can pick him up in like the 13th round for nothing, and he is like the best gamble to have on your bench. Oh, he, yeah. he's he might, the best gamble. He might. I he wonder might, if he could fall to waivers in some in some leagues, but he is such good value. Um, he's gonna be a he could be a league winner seriously. He no, could the, definitely he's like, be a league like winner. Like if I had to put money on someone who could be win your league, like just from he could do he can have literally a Miles Sanders season yeah. where he comes oh, in so too. and just Absolutely. like week ten from week sixteen it's just a monster. Yeah. Another league winner, real quick. Seriously, Brent, <laughs> Brennan Cooks. Hundred percent believe it, dude. They I, they I have so they have Will Fuller. They have Will Fuller over Brennan Cooks in ESPN rankings. They're insane. Uh, yeah, that's horrible. It's terrible. Uh, that's it though. You guys want to move on to quarterbacks? Yes. Yep. Right. Yep. Quarterback number one, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think anybody Do enough said, dude. Yeah. Super Bowl, and, and Super Bowl winner. And uh, number two is the next easiest one too. Yeah. Lamar. Yeah. Unanimous. Uh, unanimous MVP. Lamar. Yeah. And here it is where it gets interesting. <laughs> number three. <laughs> Wait. Do you get, do you even want to talk about the gap real quick between? Mahomes and Lamar. I think Lamar outproduces Mahomes next year, and that's not even 
a question. The rushing I'm, yards are no, stupid. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. I yeah, the rushing upside's there. My thing with the gap, like the gap for me, is more so just longevity in the league. Um, what I about what about redraft? Last much longer. Redraft. Ooh. If you're on the board in redraft, whatever. I I know they're actually going crazy early. I've seen like round three. Round in redraft. Four. I mean that oh, makes oh that makes yeah. sense yeah. in redraft though. If you yeah. love the quarterback, but, man. I mean Lamar with his legs. You know. I want yeah. I'm, I want Lamar over Mahomes in redraft. In redraft and not. I want to say dynasty because I just Mahomes is like. I mean he's just but, special talent, but like it dude, but like. I just think he'll do it longer. It's, yeah. I think this is a better question for redraft than dynasty because come yeah, on, you I know agree. you know that you want Mahomes over Lamar in dynasty. Yeah. But yeah. Um, are you guys going to be going in, in redraft? Because we play redraft as well. We don't just play dynasty. In redraft, when you're on the board and you're looking round three, round four, if Mahomes and Lamar are still there, are you guys going to be taking a shot at them or are you going to let them get drafted and then go take someone in the late rounds like Daniel Jones or – Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, like dude, I'm like like what 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 are you guys doing with the quarterback situation in redraft? Oh, dude, redraft. I don't touch quarterbacks till like round ten, eleven. I'm That's, so okay with going to the season with Stafford as my wide receiver. I mean, my quarterback one like and, on that team. He'll win you the league. Yeah, I, I like, do that. I think it's a waste. Just to about every single year. It's just stupid. Like like all right, you have Mahomes or Lamar right there, but like why would you do that? Like you, there's like every quarterback's I, I, point difference is not nothing crazy. It's tough because you're basically throwing away your third pick, which could equate to like uh, a DJ Moore at round three. Yeah, it might even be DJ Moore, Juju. Yeah, yeah guys like, like just that. Around, and it's like, like you're throwing them away. But I understand you want the best quarterback. I get it. I just I was curious. Al, I'm with you. I always take my quarterbacks late, like like real mm-hmm. real late. Like I took Jameis last year, and as bad as he was on the stat line, he was great for a lot of fantasy. Oh yeah, games. he won you won you some games a lot. Yeah, so. Uh, quarterback three, this is where it gets spicy. And I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan, but I'm putting him as my dynasty QB three here. He's mine as well. Pretty, pretty confidently, too. Dude, I, I think the the I, Dak slanger. Yeah. I was going to say, is, I knew who you were going to go. Dude, oh, you, you have Dak as yeah, QB3? Yeah, I have Dak at three. And it's only because like his offense is like probably the one of the best offenses you can ever have. The best offensive line, probably the best receiving core in the NFL right now. And then his only weakness is probably tight end, but he is I like also Blake Jarwin. I like Blake Jarwin. Yeah. I mean, but then you also have one of the best running backs in the NFL. Like you have so many outlets, and he's only twenty six, and he's legitimately never finished lower than QB one his career. I never. Know. And what's it, crazy is he only won seven games last year. Yeah, he only won seven games and still was quarterback too. Dude, wins don't equate to fantasy points. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I just, no. But um, like the the thing about Dak is. He's also a very good rusher too. He's pretty efficient rushing. Um, he had three rushing touchdowns, 277 yards. I mean, uh, five yards a carry. I mean, dude, those, some of those like clutch rushing TDs are like are huge. I mean, he's not like six points. Yeah, not four. It gets you rushing points here or there. I mean, he, he's a massive body. I just love the way he plays. <laughs> uh, his leadership is always on the field. I don't know. Cowboys are like one of my like like favorite teams to watch. Honestly, they're just exciting yeah, on sneaky, all aspects. Sneaky though. Very sneaky for you, I feel like. What? That you just love the Cowboys. Yeah, it's just... Jamal's new landing spot? Dude, if Jamal Adams goes to the Cowboys, I... Convert. I, convert. I can't convert. I'll never convert away from the Jets. I'm too loyal. Um, too, I'm too big into Sam Donald to do that. Um, yeah, I just... I, don't, I think putting a Kyler Murray year two over Dak just had four straight years as a QB1 and 
his offense only got better. I think it's kind of crazy to do that. But if you have Kyler over him, I can see that point too. I mean, Kyler's younger, and he just got DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I'm not too positive at this offensive line. And also, I think I would take Zeke over Kenyon Drake. Oh, easily. So, Debatable. <laughs> I mean, Kenyon Drake not, isn't a surprise people this year, man. Dude, I, I struggle to get on the bandwagon just because he's never – actually done it but if there was ever a year for him to do it here it is yep he's got he's like arizona's just handed him the keys mm-hmm. um nick you have kyler at three two you said yeah anything you want to say before we move on um no just again christian kirk extremely slept on next <laughs> all right quarterback number four i have russell wilson here agreed uh Al- i had Mur- i had kyler murray at four uh but I guess I'll just move on to my number five. I, I had Deshaun Watson over Russell Wilson. Um, okay. And that's simply because of the age factor. Um, I get I, that. I think Russell Wilson's a better quarterback. Uh, but I think Watson makes – makes like, if Watson was on any other team, I think he would be just as good. Like, he, he, it's just not the Texans. Um, I think it's unfortunate. If he was on, like, the Patriots, dude, like, it's game over. Like, Deshaun Watson's a very talented quarterback. Now, we made our rankings before the trade. Does this bump you – does this bump him down for you a little bit? No. It's Hopkins just, leaving? It's just uh, – he's still going to throw for a bunch of yards. He's going to be the entire offense. Uh, he might I would have better years. I he's going to run more. He now. might run I, more. I, I think he's going to because he's, he's just He's a very lost. talented runner, I, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Dude, I, you got to remember, like, Watson, like – Honestly, he was probably one of my favorite quarterbacks, too. He like, just beat Bama in the college championship. Like, he was just so poised. Yeah, I mean, I hate him, but, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love him. You can't not like the guy. Yeah, I think he's just a baller. Um, I mean, dude, he realistically should have beaten the Chiefs, like, in the playoffs. That was yes. oh that, that should have been a they win. Just, what were they up? Uh, Their defense 20, chose. 28 to 7? Yeah. They were up by, like, 24 points. Whatever it was. It, it was 24-0 or something like that. Yeah, that might have been it. Um I have. I want to get back to Russell Wilson. I, the reason I have Wilson as my QB four is because he, he just always, always produces. He like gets it done, every dude, yeah. single game, every year. If you take Russell Wilson away from Seattle, what is Seattle? They're not a playoff team. They're and I understand we're not talking about wins or losses. You know, we're talking about fantasy. But but Russ is just everything that you want in a quarterback. Um, he had 31 touchdowns last year and five picks. I mean, if if Lamar didn't win the MVP, I know I understand. Like, oh, dude, I remember like, like midseason last year, or even towards the it, end, I was like, Russ is a very like slept course, on MVP yeah. candidate. And I didn't think Russ was gonna win the MVP, but if I had to give it to someone else, man, Russ was like, he's like top three for me. He Bro, was, he was up there. I'm looking at this right now. Since 2012, Russ's first year, he's never finished as anything other than a QB one. Yep. He's only been outside. He's only been 10 or 11 twice. Dude, he's the read, definition read of consistency. The, uh, okay, rookie year, 11. Next year, 8, 3, 3, 10, 1, 9, 3. He was QB1 in 2017. Wow. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else I have to say. Dude, like, I Russell don't think I would want any great. other quarterback in the playoffs than Russell Wilson. He, oh, I think Russell Wilson in the playoffs is just a totally different level. I, I would trust him to get any comeback. 
Dude, I'm not even a Seahawks fan. It bothers me he doesn't have a second ring. I, dude, I yeah, know like, that. It, it that, bothers well, me. Dude, because no one wants the Patriots to win off that. I, that was just a gift. I, I'm so mad at Pete Carroll still to this day. Worst play call in sport history. I don't care what anybody Easily. says. Worst play call. Easily. Marshawn Lynch, two-yard line, a timeout, and 30 seconds. Like, oh, my God. The lot, it just... All right, we're going to move it on. It literally got Malcolm Butler an overpaid contract in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. like, so, that's the only reason why he got that big contract. So, once again, I have Russell Wilson as QB4. Nick has... I have Russ as well. I have Kyler at fourth. Al has Kyler. And QB5, I know I'm going to get so much hate for it. This is... This is Don't, the, d- dude, do if not, you say I have to. this I person's have to. name... Dude. Uh, yeah, he's going to say it. I know he is. No. Are you no, going to put... No. No, don't you dare I say it. To. Don't say it. You guys know that yeah. I love Carson Wentz. Oh, oh my god, god bro. Dude. dude! I can't believe you actually did. You have uh, him over Dak. I do. Oh my god, dude! That is uh, just... he's the better quarterback. All right, Wait, if you're is listening, he also over Deshaun Watson for Deshaun you. Deshaun Watson is, is six. Oh Dak my god, Dak is seven. Oh my yes. god, dude, dude! I'm sorry. You that's guys ridiculous. can say what you want. That's, that's awful fine. Take. It's ridiculous. That's okay with me. I will take Carson <laughs> Wentz. You guys take awful Dak. Take. It's okay. I love Carson Wentz. And look, we gotta also mention this. Nick is a huge Giants fan, so I have I right have once that I have once Nick eight. hates everything Philly. So so I just got once at seven. Yeah. I was, he's respectable, but he's yeah. not seven? top five. Okay, I'll okay. That's what I'm saying. I have him it's as not eight. Like, okay, well you guys make it sound like I'm way way you, off over Dak, dude. Yes, yes. He, Dak has Listen. finished better statistically every single season. Than, and then Carson Whoa, Wentz. That is not but true. But he was on pace for uh, so many touchdowns. Dude, that is not true Three at years all. ago. Yeah, three let's, years ago. All right, let's go break down the numbers. Are you ready? Carson Wentz. Nothing. He broke 4,000 passing yards last year, won the division, had 27 Good. he won touch- the division. That'll help in fantasy. Dak almost well, threw 5,000 last year. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, Carson Wentz is like, okay, when – we're talking about dynasty. We're not talking about single year. Okay. I understand that. Um, I believe Dak has like 150 more fantasy points since they came into the league. Did they both come in 2016? Is that right? Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty ironic. Yeah. Um, kind of. I didn't know that. But that's kind of wild. Listen to this. Dak has played in eight more games than Wentz, but Wentz has less interceptions and the same exact amount of passing touchdowns. Doesn't that surprise you that? especially with the supporting cast around both teams, that they have the same amount of passing touchdowns, but Dak has played half a season more. Dude, I... Like, that doesn't, it that doesn't jump I, it, out to you a little bit like... Well, you guys this are a little bit lower on Wentz than does, you should be? Does it jump out to you that the Eagles have aging Alshon Jeffrey who probably won't play? Deshaun Jackson will probably will pop his hip three games in. Jalen Rager they, they is going to be good. Jalen Rager, who Nick I, loves. Yeah, no, he's great, but dude... Look at the future of the Cowboys. They have Amari Cooper locked up. They have Gallup still. They just got C.D. Lamb. They have Blake Jarwin. What? They have a better receiving threat. Dude, the supporting cast is not close. It's 100% right. Yeah. What if, let me ask you this. What if Dallas decides, you know what? We don't want you. We don't want to re-sign you. We're going to go take Trevor Lawrence, or we're going to go grab somebody else. We're going to trade up in the draft super cheap. Where, how much would that hurt Dak for you guys? That's a big what if. I understand, but if you, but that's a total possibility a year from today. I don't think they d- didn't. I like Dak a lot, but 
I agree with you on your point. If you take Dak out of the Cowboys system, I don't think he can win anywhere he goes. He's not that. But I right. also don't Absolutely. believe Carson Wentz can do that and any other team besides the Eagles. I just can't. But he has, you just said it yourself, he has a horrible supporting cast. So he what has if, a phenomenal offensive line and a great coach. Wouldn't you be able to make the yeah. argument that if he went somewhere else, he would have a much better supporting cast? Do you agree with that? Yeah, Which but you wouldn't have you would wouldn't have Doug Peterson, produce. dude. I mean, the, what uh, Jason Garrett was Dak's coach the entire time, and he was terrible. Yeah, and finally but, Kellen Moore comes in, and he has what a five thousand yard season. Thank God. Still, Jason Garrett calling plays though. When it came down, that's when they never finished games, never finished yeah. games because they had Jason Garrett no, calling plays. Again, if you have Dak at QB five, QB four, I get it, and I'm not going to argue. I'm okay with it. I just I'm big on Wentz and I I feel comfortable I feel confident with him there so again like how we disagreed on other players I had CMC one you guys had Saquon one like I I get it but uh, I'm okay with it you know yeah dude I I mean I have Dak five over Deshaun Watson actually if you, dude if you look at Deshaun Watson stats I mean those are dumb those are dumb silly. No, dude, they're not. No, dude. yeah, they are, dude. Rush, it, it, His stats? He's never had more than twenty-six touchdowns. They're actually disappointing. Yeah, Seriously, they are. Yeah, not even ripping on the Texans. They're they're disappointing. Remember they're, how they're not hot what you he, would think that they would how, be. Yeah, that with the media portrays. Remember yeah. how hot he was his rookie year before oh, his tour. Yeah. He was going to shatter the touchdown record. He had nineteen in, but dude, in he, six starts. That's it was insane. Insane. It yeah. doesn't Shattered. matter. He's had 500 yards rushing and seven TDs last year and the year before the five. He's just such a threat. He's been quarterback number four the past two seasons in standard and PPR. Yeah, I mean, he's six for me. Dude. I got Dak over him. He's six for me as well. Yeah. I, that's fine. I love no, I don't think it's – I don't want to, like, you know, take shit on stats, dude. He's, he's still produced a I lot. I just feel like they should be They should be even better I, for you what – You would think that they yeah. were, like, 30 touchdown seasons. Yeah, exactly. 4,000-plus passing yards And I will year. say – my seventh quarterback is Daniel Jones. I want to get that out right now. QB <laughs> seven is Daniel Jones. Oh man! I just want to throw that in there. I have him at ten, and I feel like that's earlier than most people. I have him at ten. Do you? Yeah. I have where him do at you 10. Have, where do you guys have Joe Burrow? Twelve. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen behind, directly behind Tua and Minshew. Uh, <laughs> I have Burrow at nine. Pretty early. What about okay? What about Baker? Baker's Ooh. eight. He's eight, eight for you? Yeah, he's eight for me. Okay, I have him down at 12. Uh, what about Josh Allen? Number uh, nine. I'm low on Josh Allen, man. I have, I have Josh Allen just above Baker at 11. I have Baker at 11, and I have Josh Allen at 15 behind Burrow. Al, this is Dynasty. Where do you have Matt Stafford? Uh, 16. Oh, that's exactly where I have him. Yeah, he's 16. He's right behind Dude. Jared Goff uh, in front of Matt Ryan and Gardner Minshew. Right in front? Okay. I had. I'm am I crazy? I have, I have Minshew at 15, and I felt like a psycho. Nah, dude. Nah, he's 13 for me, and I love him. He's, he's 18. Oh, you are a psycho. Yeah. He's 18 for me because I, I, like, his ranking uh, can go significantly up if he has a good season yeah. this year. I just can't what, put him wait, like, higher than he is be, right now. Before we wrap things up, a few more guys. Kirk Cousins. I have 13. What 22. Really? 20. Yeah. He's 20 he, for me. Dude, I'm, he just, I'm taking Sam Darnold over him straight up for upside, bro. Hey, dude, Kirk Cousins has like a year left on his contract, too. I have literally I have no he idea just, where he's going. I'm taking all these young guys over the vets, honestly. Um, you know I like Kirk Cousins more than most people. What about uh, Drew Locke? He, 16. 19 for me. Oh, I have him at 14. God, that sounds spicy. Wow, you're pretty about, high on him, dude. He's just his weapons are I know, everything. Yeah. Uh, all right, last guy. Jimmy G. 21. 
19. I have him at 18. Oh, oh I feel gross. Yo, he had a good him. season. He did not have a bad season last year. He had what, like 27 TDs? He just TDs? choked the, the biggest best. throw of his career, though. Best yeah, year I mean, ever, of he course. He botched it, but whatever. It's okay. He's still 6'5", good-looking, and could probably talk to any girl in his life. Yeah, no, he's, he's a gorgeous man. He's still got a lot, a lot of good things going for him. Uh, you guys want to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, once again, I'm Austin Abbott. Thank you for tuning into the Dynasty Polls podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Dynasty Polls. I want to thank everybody for subscribing, reviewing the show, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you tune in every week. For more content, go check out at the Dynasty Polls, at Dynasty Abbott, at Nick Football, and at Dynasty Clayton. We actually care about your Dynasty team, so feel free to ask us questions. Until next time, peace. Peace.